0: Welcome, everyone, to Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to preview the doubleheader that's happening on this Saturday night Ring of Honor final battle pay per view and NXT deadline going head to head. And I'm, we're going to go cover each all the matches on each card. Decide if it's even worth checking out. If it's worth, you know, spending your Saturday night watching any of these shows, or maybe there's one that might be more interesting than the other. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna break it down. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about these two shows, and and considering that the Take On Podcast comes out normally on Saturday morning, I thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to to, to do that to preview these and. I'm telling you, I'm on the fence of uh, honestly both these shows, uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle. I've been kind of watching a lot of the Ring of Honor pay per views the last few years, and w- and been curious to watch them uh, the same day. Um, last uh, the last couple because the the FTR Briscoes tag team match was very interesting to me, so um, you know I was really wanting to watch those ASAP. They're having another the third match this pay per view, but this time around I'm kind of a, a little iffy on it. NXT um, lately I just haven't been able to watch the the weekly television shows on a regular basis. I just you know been so busy with other stuff going on in my time, and and when I want to go back and watch it, I usually don't end up watching it. It kind of just falls on my DVR. I end up deleting it, or I don't go back on Peacock to watch the replay, but but i still kind of dig the uh, specials cuz the specials are usually pretty good and always kind of they always kind of hit but this one has a really funky match stipulation there two different matches two excuse me two matches with these wacky stipulations one of one of men and one of women cuz this is wwe we kind of each Every time you do something like this, there has to be a women's match, there has to be a men's match, I, I just don't get it, why we always have to do that, um, it's just, but the match is funky, we're going to talk about that, but first, let's talk about Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view, of course, Ring of Honor purchased by AEW, purchased by Tony Khan, excuse me, and he's, you know, was a huge fan of Ring of Honor, and opportunity to buy Ring of Honor came about and... It was being sold at a good price, and he he took it because, you know, what if you're a fan of something growing up as a kid and you had an opportunity to buy something to own it, I mean, you know, he, and he has the money to do it, he took advantage and he did it. Um, there's been a lot of criticism this year, a lot of so much Ring of Honor storylines being on AEW television, and I agree with those criticisms. We talked about those criticisms on the Fight Game podcast. How it's just kind of like taken away. I think ever since he started putting the Ring uh, storylines on their television shows, has really taken away the quality of the show and, and caused a lot of confusion for the audience. And now, I, Tony sometimes books he books for himself and he books towards the internet, but he doesn't really think outside that fan base, in my opinion. He thinks everyone knows Ring of Honor and, and all that, but really, to me, it causes more confusion with your fan base. Or, you know, you're trying to get over this brand AEW. You're trying to get over, you know, all Elite Wrestling, and then now you're throwing in Ring of Honor Wrestling and their championships and and we're not going to talk about all the other championships that show up on the show, but like, it just causes confusion and like. I mean, it's already confusing enough for a wrestling fan that when they follow WWE to to when they have two world champions at a time, you know, on on different brands, you know, they're lucky right now. It's easy to follow who is the man in the WWE, and that's Roman Reigns because he has both championships. But imagine like if you're, you're you're checking out AEW and you're like, well, this guy is the AEW champion, but why is this guy? Vice Chris Jericho in the main event, defending a Ring of Honor, a title called Ring of Honor World Title. Like, what? what's the most important title? It's very, very confusing. So, when Tony Khan bought um, bought Ring of Honor, uh, he decided to continue on with the pay-per-view that was scheduled around WrestleMania time. And that featured, still to this day, my favorite match of 2022, FTR versus Briscoe Brothers. And I get it, like you know, it was already scheduled. There's been just, just tickets sold. It was like you know, I think it was a great idea to, just to do it, and it's it's ni- a nice little like you know, hey, this is the final event of Ring of Honor, and but when we're ready to relaunch it, we're going to relaunch it. But instead, he just kept, like I said, putting it on television, and to me, just caused ext- extreme confusion. You know, when I'm watching a show, it's like, and. I think you can see, like, since the summertime, how the ratings have dropped. Not just because of Ring of Honor stuff, but you know the storylines aren't as good. Um, it's a lot more choppy than it was the previous time. And granted, this is Tony Khan. He's he his experience of booking wrestling before he started AEW was 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 none. And I mean, the greatest bookers in the world get burnt out within a year or less. So you can imagine running a a promotion, a national wrestling promotion, and you never booked before, and you've been booking for three years. So you're going to have a lot of quality issues, or your ideas are going to be repeated, and I think that's what we're seeing. And I, and I you know, fore, foreseen this when AW started. Gary and I were talking about it, and, you know, you know, year one, you have all these great ideas, these fresh ideas, and you're executing those. But that year three, man, that's the true challenge, and we're seeing that. We're seeing that uh, with AEW. And I, I don't. I think Tony Khan himself did himself no favors with forcing this Ring of Honor brand onto the AEW audience. But it's here. We have another pay per view coming up, Reno Honor Final Battle, and I tell you, like this one, I'm 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 not hyped for. If it was twenty bucks, I think I would buy it no problem. Twenty five bucks, yeah, no problem. But forty dollars, looking at this card, it's 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 there's some good matches, but nothing like you have to go see, right? Maybe one match, but that the setup of the match was really poorly done. It doesn't really make me super excited to see it. Um, a good friend of mine messaged me today. He's like, hey, do you want to go halves on the Ring of Honor? To pay you not? So, to me, I might just do it just because, hey, it's only going to cost me 20 instead of 40. And if we can get a third person, it would be better. Right? If, we can get, if we can go – if we get another person to go in, it would be, be a lot better. But um, it's – it's just this one just seems so forced. Um and I'm just not super excited. So we're gonna go down the card. Of course, Final Battle takes place at College Park Center in Arlington, Texas. Um, I believe it's like a over three thousand seat building. They only got like a little over half full at this moment. Um a lot of people aren't super excited about this show, like I said. Um Tony Khan last Wednesday hot-shotted a match on there, but I don't think it's really going to make a difference to the buy rate. I think this I, I don't know, maybe people will watch it. Maybe this will be just as as record numbers as as the last couple that he's he's said he's done and maybe this will be up to that level. I don't think so. I think there's going to be a little bit of a dip because We've kind of, you know, the matches aren't that hot, and the the match that he kind of hot shot was a match we've already seen, and the and it and the stipulation doesn't just justify like happening why it's happening. So you're just like, why do I want to watch? Like why why do I really care? These guys want to beat each other up like this, and like I said, well, I'm gonna go through all of them. Sorry, I'm kind of just kind of just chatting away here on it. But okay, opening match. Ring of Honor six-man tag team championship. Dalton Castle, the boys, versus the MSC, Brian Cage, and the Gates of Agony, managed by Prince Nana. I like Dalton Castle a lot, but in AEW at least, his shtick's not working. And honestly, even before Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor, I just thought Dalton Castle is missing something. Maybe his sticks just as old. You know, he's still a good talent. I like his, I like his, I like his work. It's just, it's, he's just, I, I don't know. I just think it's just, you've seen it. We've seen it already. We, I like that he got the original boys back. That that's better than what he, when he went with, that was a better package with his whole thing. But again, it just doesn't excite me in the embassy gates of Agni. They're, they're both young and have a lot of potential, and, and they have good looks. Brian Cage is Brian Cage. You know he's not that good. He's all he's all he's all show. No go. You know. He you know, does a bunch of moves. Doesn't make any sense. You know he's he he, he like you know, he looks like a million bucks, but when the bell rings, it's he 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 fails. Right. So again not really hyped for this match and it's a six-man tag team match which i'm guessing is going to be like every six-man tag team match that happens these days bunch of spots you know lack of story um but we'll see maybe it'll be better i'll I'll, if i decide to watch it (laughs) uh, i hope i get surprised by it but i don't i don't i don't have I don't feel confident this is going to be a really good match. Match number two S- Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor and JD Griffey. Shane Taylor shows up on, uh, what was that, Rampage or Dynamite? I think it was Rampage. And just ch- talks about Keith Lee and their history of Veneer of Honor. And and we're, he shows up the television, like, we're supposed to know who he is. And. <laughs> This tag team match gets set up. And then before we last time we had the pay-per-view, we saw Keith Lee walk off, walk away from Swerve, and then Swerve's like, hey, let's continue to talk. It's just like, what is this? Who's JD Griffey? i have never seen him before. That that's that excites me because I like to see new talent. So that's the only thing I'm, I'm actually curious. I want to see what this J.D. Griffey could do. Shane Taylor, a lot of people, you know. Or excited when he showed up on A.W. television. Or like, yeah, he's finally here. He finally gets an opportunity. I might be the only one that doesn't see much in Shane Taylor. I don't believe him. I don't. He doesn't stand out to me. Um, As anything special. To be honest. And again, this whole thing with Keith Lee and Strickland is so confusing. Um, I'd rather see them. I'd rather see Strickland go away from Keith Lee and be pushed as a singles top heel guy. Cause I think he has that in him. Keith Lee's just missing something since, uh, he got called out to the main roster in the WWE. Um, I think I would to see Keith Lee back in the WWE under, uh, uh, triple H's creative. Cause I think C- triple H knew how to get K- Keith Lee over. Vince McMahon obviously did not tony khan in my opinion obviously has not yet even though they've been attacking champions and it but it's it just to me they haven't still haven't used keith lee to the the best ability and the true star of the team is sort of strickland and and his heel work's been good i want to see him to be a single so i hope this just ends just ends because it's just not working i don't think anyone really cares Match number three, our television championship match. Samoa Joe, who's a champion, is also the AEW TNT champion. Uh, will defend his R.H. TV title, though, against Juice Robinson. Um, good match on paper. I, li- I always like Juice, but he is so cold these days. Um, and when you announce this match on AEW television... And the last time your viewers saw Juice Robinson was getting beat by John Moxley, and it wasn't a good match. It wasn't. It was one of John Moxley's worst matches on uh, on on AEW television in, in 2022. I mean, it was fine. It just Juice, I thought, had an opportunity, and he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he did. He did fine, but he didn't hit a home run that he needed to hit. He didn't stand out when it was over. He would just beat flat boom and that was it. <clears throat> so, what makes a, a wrestling fan, an AEW fan, when it's on this they're going over this card on television, make, oh, I gotta go see that Chuce Robinson guy again, challenging Samoa Joe. They're gonna say, last time we saw this guy, he got beat. Why do I want to watch this? So that's where I'm at. I think the match will be fine. And Joe, I, I really like his work ever since he turned heel on Wardlow and and has been the the TNT champion. I He's done a he's done a great job. He's, you know, I he's been on one of the highlights of the television show. I loved his he's wrestled perfectly versus Air Fox. Treated Air Fox exactly how he should have been treated. You know, as not at Samoa Joe's level. Uh Darby Allen and and, and Joe had a really good match this past week on Wednesday. I loved that match, even though Darby just took some crazy ass risk. But we know that's that's Darby anyway. That's what's gonna happen with him. But um but I, I like what they're doing with Joe. I kind of want to see him move past Warlow because Warlow's cold, cold as ice, man. He's cold as ice. Um, I can see Warlow getting involved in this matchup, costing Joe the T the ROH TV title. But then again, you to put on Juice, and I, right now Juice is not as hot as he was. Was that 2000? Shit, 2000 is it 18 or maybe early 19 when he won the the u.s in new japan u.s title against jay White the cow i was there live that was a massive pop when he won and um you know ever since then he just kind of he's just slowly slowly cooled cooled off so nfl sunday ticket is now on youtube and youtube tv which means that it just got easier to be an nfl fan even if you live far away Match number four, Honor Women's Championship match, Mercedes Martinez versus Athena. <sighs> I like Mercedes Martinez a lot, but, you know, she's been injury-prone lately. Um, and i a little worried about her. This match is going to be very physical. Athena's trying to do a very physical style. I just don't understand. I'm, I'm never really, really an Ember Moon guy or Athena guy. And in AEW, look what she showed up what in the summer. She's already been to Bay She's already challenged for the title. She's already turned heel. So you run through so much for, with her. What's left after this, right? I could see Athena winning the this title because Mercedes has been, you know, I know she was hurt for a very long time. But she, you know, she's cold, really cold as a champion. Um and I just think her her time on top of the card is 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 done and I think she's more of you know she's a nice veteran in the middle, right? I really want to I rather if you're going to put any any you know champion, it should have been Serena honestly. Should have I would have started Serena, but but Mercedes won it, so I think Athena probably will win it here. I think she you know and and because you got to do something with her. Like I said, they already ran through <laughs> six, you know, a few years of storytelling with her within like six months. So so I'm guessing, you know, she's going to win this matchup. Match number five, a rematch. I think it's match three of uh, so far. I think they're both one on one against each other. Ring of Honor Pure Championship match Dan Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. Um, Ring of Honor Pure Championship matches. Had just been basically regular matches. (laughs) Um, They, you know, the pure rules with the three rope breaks each and the the, uh, really uh, strict uh, focus on the rules and the sports aspect of the the championship, um, of the pure rules, really focused on in Ring of Honor. But ever since Tony bought it, he just basically just books it like any old championship. And these two had, you know, their matches have been good. I, I just don't really. Dan Garcia. I just, I feel well. One, I feel he's cold. You know, before he was the whole stuff with Jericho and who he was going to be. He was going to go to Danielson or Jericho. At least that would. You know, that got him the fans really interested. Him. And ever since then, they kind of just stopped focusing on him. I don't know if he was hurt or what, but he's kind of lost momentum there. Weelu Utah was focused on, and they stopped... again. another stop focusing on him, and he's kind of been cold. I think that the match will be good. I like think the crowd's going to love this match. Um, I just don't care. Wiliuta. I technically, I think he's a fine wrestler. Just he just just no personality, and kind of bores me. I don't believe he's a tough guy. Um, it's just you know, Dan Garcia, same thing. I, I don't. I don't. You know, he. I don't believe him either. I. I don't know. I think these guys are just not really ready for their position that they're in now. I still, you know, but maybe Ring of Honor is a good spot for them whenever they decide to do Ring of Honor. I hope they announce some kind of television deal this this week uh, or this, at this weekend after the pay-per-view or at the pay-per-view because I want to see Ring of Honor stuff kind of shift away from AEW, which Tony Khan mentioned that in his recent media call that he had, which I think is a good news. I think it's also a sign that something's going to be announced, but it, if it's going to be just the honor club stuff, uh, I don't know, but if they have some kind of TV deal and I think these ring of honor is a perfect place for these guys to, uh, you know, to kind of, you know, you want to focus. I think of honor, you need the young guys. You want to, it want to be a brand that's going to be like your feeder system to the main roster. And I think these guys would be perfect for that. But um, we'll see. We'll see what's gonna be happening this weekend. Like I said, I think the match will be fine. It'll be a good match, but yeah, I, <laughs> um, I just just don't really care, honestly. Uh, match number six. This is the match that was hot shotted on last at the end of Wednesday's Dynamite, where FTR lost to the acclaimed and. And the gun club showed up on the big screen and they, you know, made a reference like, aha, the whole internet thought we were going to interfere and cost FT.R the titles. And like, it's just what a stupid thing. That's, that's a very marked booking right there. Very marked booking to to say to have them. You all thought we were going to interfere. And we're not, I just, I couldn't believe that. It's like Tony's trying to get up, get one on the, on the, on the internet there. It's like, well, it would have been more interesting if the gun club actually interfered, and you gave FTR an out, gave FTR, you know, a reason to bitch and moan that they lost because these punk kids interfered. Um, uh, so they say something there. And then you could have had a natural, you know, tag team championship match at the at the pay per view between the gun club and FTR. But then the gun club in their promo reveal that at Final Battle, they're passing on a message from them boys, the Briscoe brothers, a double dog collar match at the pay-per-view. Now, if this was a, a a blood feud between two teams that just hate each other and you know it, it has to come down to some kind of match beyond the 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 regular rules of professional wrestling is end this feud. A double dog collar match, yeah, that'd be that'd be a great match. But this feud has is not about a blood feud. It originally started between two tag teams who both believe they are the best tag team in the world. They had their match. They wrestled a really great heated match. FTR came out on top. The Briscoe Brothers showed FTR respect. They all shook hands in the ring. And then they had a rematch at the, the following pay-per-view. Two ad three falls. FTR wins that one as well. Again, mutual respect is shown. And they haven't interacted since because there's no ROH shows. And all of a sudden now it's a double dog collar match. Because Tony Khan realized... The hype's not there for this pay-per-view. The tickets aren't selling for this pay-per-view. He needs something to get people super excited. It's but it just doing this the Wednesday before the pay-per-view is not going to get people excited. Honestly, I'd rather see FTR defend against the gun club or something like that. You know. I think the match on its own in a vacuum is going to be really good because those guys are great. But it's just not gonna it's just not gonna mean anything because the stipulation is not justified, right? So I think you gotta break away from FTR versus the Briscoe Brothers. And then I don't understand why the Briscoe Brothers can't appear on what executive at Warner <laughs> doesn't want the Briscoe Brothers in AEW is is just I mean, blows my mind considering like some of the people that roster that they have there. And they're on the roster and they're on television. But the Briscoe brothers can't be because of some stupid things that Jay Briscoe said years and years and years ago that he's apologized for. I mean, you know, all accounts he, he's he's done a lot, of, he's 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 on he's realized his immaturity in those comments and he's apologized. It just blows my mind why he can't. Why he can't get? Uh, why they can't allow them on AEW television? it's just you know. But this is a good, well, you know, split them off. You know, have the Briscoes wrestle another good tag team. You know, maybe 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 you do Swerve and Mark Glory versus uh, the Briscoe brothers. Maybe Swerve and Keith Lee come to agreement. Like, hey, let's just let's, let's 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 rebuild. Let's let's start. Let's let's get back on the same page. And you know, we're a great team. We're former tag team champions. Let's prove our, let's prove these people and the world and to ourselves why we are a great tag team. Let's challenge one of the best tag teams in the world, and that being the Briscoe brothers. And then you know, Swerve and Lee can have issues, and Briscoes win the match, and you can come back with that Briscoes FTR match sometime down the line. It doesn't have to. I don't think it needs to be a double dog collar as well, but. You know, you could do it later. Like like give us some you know, we've already seen it twice already. Let's 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 do something different here. And I know doing different, they're trying to say, oh, it's gonna be different because there's a stipulation match, but no, no, no. Just doing a stipulation match to do it doesn't excite me as a wrestling fan. I want I want to be I wanna be I want it to, to to feel like it has to come down to this, right? Like, Ric Flair, Terry Funk, my favorite match of all time. The I Quit match, the final match. You know, these two proud legendary wrestlers are going to fight this war, and one person has to get humiliated by saying, I quit, right? Like, it was building to a big blow-off match like that between Flair and Funk. This is just hot This is just something he's, you know, hoping to get some extra buys out, you know, for people, and and i i think like i said in a vacuum on its own it's going to be a really good match because those, those four guys are, are really good but i'm i just not as excited as i was for the first for the first two the main event chris jericho versus claudio castanoli chris jericho is a Ring of Honor Champion. There's a stipulation on this match as well. If Claudio loses, he must join the Jericho Appreciation Society. I mean how many how many times an AEW has like if someone loses at the join another group? Private party with multiple times and multiple different people. Matt Hardy to to Andrade's group to back to Matt Hardy it, now Matt Hardy is, you know, lost and has to be, you know, serving the firm. It's just, just ridiculous, right? Same thing with this. And Chris Jericho, in my opinion, as, as this ring around champion thing is not working for me. I know some people like it. Jericho's work to me hasn't been. It all depends who he's in with, and I think I you know, definitely, Claudio's going to have a good match with him. But I'm wondering, if this is is this Claudio win here, and would that be a disappointment? I asked this to Gary Gonzalez on our uh, the Fight Game podcast this week, and he said, yeah, it would be a disappointment. I think so too. Claudio, of course, you know when he came in, AW hot, but within week, a few weeks, kind of just became any old guy on the roster, and. And that's it. You know, he hasn't – and so I think him beating Jericho for the title, you know, if you're going to use Jericho to have him lose, you got to build someone up that, that could may, maybe benefit from Jericho, you know, drop it to him. And I don't think Claudio would – it would benefit Claudio. I think it would just – Claudio would be the same. He'd be right in the – you know. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. But – and then – but I, I I can see Jericho retaining, actually, because I – What do you do? Claudio wins the belt. Now you have Claudio back as ringer honor champion again. He's only, you know, champion for like, you know, what, a month and a half. Now he's champion again. What are you going to do there? You know, but I guess there's something to be told with, you know, Claudio being forced to be with the Jericho Appreciation Society. But then again, we already seen that, had that storyline going on right now with with, uh, Matt Hardy and Ethan Page, right? So, yeah, I would probably watch this if, like I said, I decided to pull the trigger and go halves with my buddy just, just to watch it. Um, or I was unable to get away and maybe go to Big Dave's house to watch it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm leaning more towards skipping this one. Um, because, like I said, I, I think. And I know the match is going to be really good between FTR and the Briscoe Brothers. It's just I don't want it to be a double dog collar match because it is, there's no reason for it, right? Everything else is just just there, really. So, is it worth my twenty dollars? Eh, maybe we'll see. But there's another show on this night: NXT Deadline. From the the Performance Center in Atlanta, Florida, I'm really excited that um, they're gonna they're gonna do a show in February in Carolina, like a takeover, I believe. Uh, I think they're gonna start doing tours again, which is exciting. You know, I you know, I like the Performance Center for the television show, but you know, I want to see the these special events be done and and in, in bigger in front of bigger audiences. And I think it's going to do a lot, a lot of these guys and gals, good when they when they go on the road. I know they're doing some coconut loops now, but you know the main the main you know there's different levels. There's a coconut loop level, and there's like the the tour, main touring level. Um, a lot of those, you know, because a lot of those featured stars on NXT are still very young themselves. So them out in front of different crowds and in, in, in a different states going to definitely help them out. So. It's going to be a good thing, and I guess they're going to test the waters with the that February takeover. And then, as Sean said, they're going to, uh, you know, if all goes well, they'll start touring again. Um, and I think, like I said, just nothing but a positive when it comes to that. Uh, this is the show that you know, a lot of people are talking about next to Dylan, just because the wackiness of the two matches called the Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Um, these are a combination of, was it War Games, King of the Mountain, a penalty box match in world class, or you know, I know other promotions had it, but it, <laughs> it, when they announced this match and Shawn Michaels was going over it, it was like, what the hell? Now, granted, I'm sure they'll have these well laid out, and I think the men's matches would be, are going to deliver in this match. But I'm very concerned about the women's match. No matter how much you can it, no matter how much you go over it, it's just going to it's just going to look awkward, it's going to look very choreographed and I I I think like if it was me, I would just done the men's match cuz the men in this match are very talented, and they can pull it off. And you want people to have that, you know, you're interested in the match. You want it to get over, right? You want it, to, it wants to deliver. And I think because you can't do these matches back-to-back, I don't think. But still, I think you have to end it the night with the men's match because – that's going to be the stronger the two matches i'm not knocking the the women and and saying the men are are, men are superior i'm just saying like they're they're just more experienced and smoother workers than the women in this iron survivor challenge match and i think you know you you, the first match of, of this type they're going to see is with the women and i think it's going to leave a bad taste to people's mouth mouths after it's over like you're not going to be ex- excited to watch the men's cuz you're like oh man that was a rough rough with the women but you know the men can kill it you know are going to kill it I, I think and i say you you just keep the men's and the women match could have been something different or you could have you know, need all you know you could have had a title match instead of instead of this you know this Iron Survivor Challenge match. But what is an Iron Survivor Challenge match? Like I said, it's a mixture of a bunch of different gimmicks, it's matches. It's Shawn Michaels cooped up thing. I don't know if it's just Shawn Michaels' is creative or someone else pitched it and they kind of all worked worked through it and came up with this, but it is out there. And I'm really curious to see how it's gonna come go. How it's going to be executed? I, like I said, I think the men will deliver. The women are going to have a ch- a big challenge. And here are the stipulations of the Iron Survivor Challenge match. First off, first of all, there's uh, what is there uh five wrestlers in the match. Two wrestlers start the match, and every five minutes, another wrestlers enters all five until all our five participants are present. So very war games like. Man, those five-minute intervals, though, worry me, especially with the women's matches. That's I could see just a lot of time being wasted and uh, wasted motion. I think it should have been five and then two-minute intervals. Um, Even with the men, honestly. I think it would have been a better uh, pace to the match. And so after the last wrestler enters, there's a predetermined time limit. What that is, I don't know. I'm guessing thirty minutes. But then you, this match has a potential to be like an hour long. I'm a little concerned about the women being there for that long, or maybe it's only fifteen minutes after they entered. I don't know. We'll see. Or five minutes. I'm guessing it's going to be it has to be long because. At, each, yeah, at that point, after the matches all wrestlers are in, there's a between entitlement. Then, each time a wrestler scores a pinfall, submission, or being a victim of a disqualification, they gain a point. So, you need a, a, enough time for these wrestlers to get points, right? So, it can't be a five minute predetermined time. It's going to be at the minimum 20 minutes, right? A wrestler who's pinned, submitted, or disqualified. Then goes into the penalty box. So once you get uh, lose a fall, you have to go in the penalty box. So you're unable for ninety seconds to you, to add to your score or get any pins. Right. The winner of the match is the wrestler who scores the most points at the end of the time limit. And this kind of concerns me because when I was younger, I thought the Iron Man match was was a was a great idea. And some have been really well done but full a lot of times when you know that it has a has a future time you're not like really invested until the last few minutes so we'll see how if they can bring the the excitement or bring the dramatic dramatic finish as we close the timeout but I'm a little concerned about that and then the winners of the men's and women's matches become the one contenders to the NXT championships and respective respective divisions. So, who's in the Iron Survivor Challenge match for the women? Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, whew, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, who I like, but she's very green still. Very, but she's very athletic. Indy Hartwell, I love Indy, but. I think she's more of a personality than she is, you know, in the ring. So that's her personality is strength or in the ring is not. So I have real concerns about this match. Roxanne Perez and Zoe are are, are good, but they're still very young. They're still very green. Keon Jeans is really green, but she's very athletic. I think she's a... I'm not a big fan of her gimmick, but she needs something to kind of stand out right now. But I think she has the potential to be really good. Um so yeah, this is Cora Jade, I mean, my goodness. She's could be one of the main worst wrestlers on the in wrestling today on the main on any kind of national television base, in my opinion. She's just, just not that good. And I Very concerned about this match. And I think this is going to be the, we're going to see this match first for the men's and then we're going to have a bad taste in our our mouth. That's why I say, man, they should never have done two. Just kept it one with the men. Try it out with the men first. If it all goes well, then next year you can do this match, right? So, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. If they can, I hope they, but I hope these ladies kill it though. I really do. Prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong but I don't know. <laughs> the men's iron survivor challenge match is uh Carmelo Hayes, JD McDonough, Grayson Waller, Joe Gacy, Axiom versus Axiom. All good talents. Um, you have good talents in the ring. You have big personalities in there as well with like Grayson Waller, uh, Carmelo Hayes, JD McDonoughs, just, fantastic in the ring. Uh, Axiom, fantastic. Uh, Joe Gacy, very underrated as as in-ring. Uh, so I think they're going to kill it. I think this matches. is, they will make this match really good. Um, I think they'll do really well and they'll, they'll keep it exciting because how can you not with this talent? This is a very talented group of guys, in my opinion. I they don't think they get the love they deserve by a lot of the, the people that I see on you know, online I've seen, and people, the experts, you know, but they are very talented, and um, I think a guy that's really going to be a standout in this match is going to be Axiom. I think Joe Gacy is going to show something that he hasn't been on the show lately in NXT. JD McDonough is going to be the glue. Carmel Hayes is going to do a bunch of athletic stuff, and Grayson Waller is going to add a lot of the personality and a lot of the a lot of the, a lot of the fun and and as a heel getting his butt kicked kind of way, but he's also very. I think he can be very exciting and and do some cool stuff himself. And I'm a big Grayson Waller guy. I really am. Um, I'm actually a big fan of all these guys in this matchup. And of course, you got you know Carmelo Hill, there's Trick Williams on the outside. I assume that he's going to be out there and involved. So you have that element. Uh, Joe Gacy has his schism group. Um. I'm sure they'll get involved to kind of this is a long match and you're going to need some stuff to happen to kind of break things up and kind of just keep things moving and, and kind of just change the momentum a little bit. So I'm sure all those will get involved. So we'll, you know, we'll see. Well, I I think this is going to be a really good match. I just worry that by the time we start watching it, we'll, the, the women's match will leave such a bad taste in our mouth. And we're like, eh. So those are the two men's w- and women's Iron Survivor <laughs> Challenge Masters. Three more matches on this card. Um, Alba Fire, who I just want to call Kaylee Ray. I hate the Alba Fire name, but I love Kaylee Ray. I love, uh, I think she's so good in the ring. Isla Dawn, I'm just not the fan. She was my least favorite NXT UK. Um, they have her doing the witch gimmick, and then she's doing it here. I just, I just never got into her work, you know. But I've seen this match before. It's it's a good match because I think Kaylee Ray is just a, a top notch worker, and she'll she'll have a good match with Ila Dawn. Unfortunately, I think. Isle probably win this match because she's you know a brand new character on NXT Prime, I guess, and I it's her time. You know, it's going to be Isla Dawn's time, so I'm sure some shenanigans will happen and she'll win and and all that. But ah, I'm just not the biggest Isla fan, but I guess they're building her up for something. I don't I don't know. Maybe challenge Mandy Rose. We'll see. The NXT Tanty Championship match is going to happen. It's going to be pretty deadly versus the New Day. New Day coming down from the main roster. I, I don't think it means as much to for fans to be like, oh, I got to watch this now because New Day's there. I think it's a really great treat for um, um, the fans at the Performance Center to see the New Day there. Pretty deadly. I love them as a tag team. I hate what they've been doing with them with these skits. Uh, they did one God, a couple weeks ago I watched, and it just was not working at all. Um, they're big personalities. They're, they're great gimmick, you know, tag team. And they're also very good in the ring. Like, just be the model guys. Not, like, the group on the main roster. Be, like, you know, these these conceited, you know, pricks and they'll be fine like do what you did in axt uk like they're trying to add this stuff this this comedy with them and i don't know that's not the way to get them over and you know this, this match will be good this will be a really good match no doubt about it but i just don't think they're doing the new pretty deadly justice with these goofiness they're doing these skits these 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 jokes in the ring and I didn't watch the Christmas. They had like. A, I think they did a Christmas thing or something like that. And I think it's when new day came out, but I didn't see it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna watch it because last time they were out there, they tried. They were out there for too long trying to do some bad comedy, and it just, it just ugh, turned me off. But and I feel bad because there's a lot of fans that you know didn't watch X UK, so I had, had seen Pretty Deadly, and I feel like their impression is that this they do these bad skits, but. Really, they're a really good tag team. Once that bell rings, they're 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 fantastic, and I just wish. And I think they get overlooked because of the goofiness they're doing. Instead of and instead of people fo- realizing, like, man, these guys from that bell to bell could freaking go. The final match on this card, and it's probably not going to be. It's probably the match before the the, the men's iron. Uh, Survivor match. So it'll probably break up the women's match and the men's Iron Survivor match. Be Braun Breaker defending the NXT Championship against Apollo Cruz. I mean, Braun Breaker. What a phenom. I always enjoy watching him wrestle. Um, I really liked his match with Von Wagner recently on television. I thought that was a very good match. I thought Von, Von Wagner looked... R- really good in that match and Braun Breaker looked awesome in that match. Uh Paulo Cruz is a is a a good worker. And I think these guys are just gonna go out there and have a great match. I you know um and I think they're definitely gonna deliver big time. And it's probably gonna be the match of the show. Maybe the men's Iron Survivor Challenge could could surpass it, but just regular match on this card, Braun Breaker and Apollo Cruz will probably be the very best. And and um, you know, it's a good match for Braun Breaker to have. And with a guy like Apollo Cruz and he's just gonna, you know, keep upping his upping his status and it's gonna be solid. So so those are the two shows this weekend and honestly for your money I think it's best to to go with NXT, honestly, it's only, what, 10 bucks. technically. If you have, like me, have it on, uh, with your cable system, it's only $5 extra for at least the no um, no commercial stuff uh, for Peacock Network. And, you know, you're getting a very unique match that we've never seen before. So, there's a, for me, the curiosity is to see what the hell this is going to be and if it's going to deliver. Uh Pretty deadly, and New Jay's gonna be good. Uh, Braun Breaker and Apollo Crew's gonna be good. And at least they're all fresh matches. So that's cool. But when I look at the RHP view, I I think if it's 20 bucks, I'm watching both. I'm, I'm making a night of wrestling. But that 40 bucks to me is a big, is a big ask for this card. So. Like I said, I if my buddy wants to go halves, I'll go halves on him with him on it. But then again, I he he, he messaged me today and he's like, hey, do you want to do this? And I say, like, can't we wait till Saturday? Like a more of a game time decision deal, because I'm still on the fence about this card. And um we'll see. We'll see what you, <laughs> we'll see if I decide to watch it and if I decide to throw down some some money on it and but also, kid, I'm okay with waiting to, to just read the results, you know there's nothing i have. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing out if i don't i don't i don't if I don't watch it you know, like our good buddy Kevin, he's gonna be there live, so I'm happy for him, even though he's not really super excited about the card, but I think he's excited about you know going to a live show, but he kind of wishes a little more of a better card but i I know he's gonna have fun at the show, so I wish. Kevin the best at the final battle pay-per-view, but so there it is. That's the preview of these two shows. Let me know which ones are going to be watching. Are you going to watch both? Are you going to watch one live and watch the, the other one later or maybe the next day? Give me a thought. Send me, send it to me at the rocket JL everyone. Have a great weekend. Take care.